Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Perfect in Love with Dad and Kim. I'm John. And I'm Kim. Hey, and so here we are, another Thursday night. So, great night tonight so far, huh? Sure. Bowling, and we set up Apple Podcasts. We did. So, hopefully some of you will be discovering that if you use Apple as your podcast platform. You will be able to find now. How exciting. Mm-hmm. All right, what a week it's been. So... We already kind of dropped the bombshell of what we want to talk about this week, I believe. So we're going to talk about money, right? Yes. Um, so money as it pertains to our marriage, money and what scripture says about money. Yep. So far, so good? Yep. Okay. So what about what about money? Um, how do we handle money in our house? Um, I'm kind of laughing because you do a majority of the budgeting and money handling, but I do a majority of the shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess we could start with, you know, for both of you that are out there listening, Annabelle and Mom. There's more than that. <laughs> For all of you. Anyway, thank you so much. Uh, I didn't mean to leave anybody out. It's just lighthearted joking. Um, we're not experts. We're not financial experts. We're not providing, if, if you tuned in for you know, financial planning advice or um, secrets to stretching money super far. We are not the ones to answer yeah. that. Take the rest of the night off. Go find a Dave Ramsey show or Money Talk or whatever people I want to learn about money listen to or watch. Um, in fact, we don't have money. We never had money. Nope. We didn't grow up with money. Nope. Um, I knew somebody with money once. I've seen money. Monopoly time. money. Monopoly money. <laughs> and uh, we now live and work in ministry, so. We don't have money. <laughs> the prospects of ever seeing money, not good. Um, we owe a lot of money. We don't anymore. We, we've oh. owed a lot of money. That's true. Um, and, you know, in the process of, of owing less. But, you know, a lot of that's changed over the past six months yeah. um and and that i think it is due to a lot of changes that we've made personally so you know i guess before we get too far into that you so you said that i do a majority of the budgeting and handling of the money the bills and, and you do a lot of the shopping and i, I won't dispute that um at least in for you know certain types of shopping well, I'm the one that's normally out and about and right. stop at different stores to pick up what we need. You so. do the grocery shopping, the household shopping, the gifts, uh, a lot of Christmas shopping, although I do like picking from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I make sure, you know, the, the insurance <laughs> gets paid and, and, that too. and the bulb yep. and things like that. And, you know, that you know, how much money it is or isn't there or where it's at. But um, I guess because every, you know, every house does it different and, and has different ways. Um, you know, how, how do you feel about that? Have you ever 
Yeah. You want to take over or you want to change it up? No, because that kind of stuff, like, gives me a lot of anxiety as far as money handling and budgeting and paying bills. And I've never been good at math. I've never been good at keeping, I mean, I would if I had to, but I've never been good at it. And I hated it. I hated it. So you doing a lot of that stuff has taken that weight kind of off my shoulders. If I had to, I would. And I know I could learn how to do it. It's not that I'm not capable. Um, it's just I don't like doing it. I yeah. don't like that kind of stuff. I'll go pick out, you know, your green peppers <coughs> or whatever you need for dinner that <laughs> night. And even though I don't eat vegetables, I'm willing to do that over making a budget. Okay, so, that's fair. So I think... Um, what I what I wanted to get to in that is that that works or this works for us uh, for a particular reason and and we didn't start with it working perfectly um, you know as we first started dating and we had everything separate um, you, you had a particular way that you handled things and I had a particular way that I handled things yeah. but neither one of us had all the things and bills and obligations that we have now together either. Right, right. And so we learned all that together. And at the start, you know, especially through more challenging financial times and, and, and resolving things, um, I think one of the things that was hard at times was we hadn't fully established the full trust over, over that. And so, you know, while I was the one figuring a lot of it out and dealing with it, you know, sometimes we're not on the same page with how much we could spend or whether we could spend it, um, or, you know, to get a, a late notice or something would happen or a charge wouldn't go through and, and you'd get frustrated and, and so that trust wasn't all the way there with me yet. Yeah. But really what it was and, and what it boils down to is, you know, building that trust up and building it up to the communication is, yeah, we, you know, you don't always know penny for penny, where everything's at in terms of which bills go where, how much money's come in, or, or what accounts it's in, because you don't have your eyes on it the same. But it, it's not for a lack of transparency, not for a lack of us talking back and forth. We, we frequently talk about different purchases. I talk to you about, you know, this is kind of where we're at with this. I'd like us to save a little bit more, and we can afford to do this. That would be good. And I think is that communication's gotten better, you know, this has worked a lot better for yeah. us. Mm -hmm. um, but what I think ultimately has helped even more has been a transition in the way we do life. Yeah, yeah, the way yeah. we do life, but the way we we approach money and giving. Yeah. And so you know, one of the notes I made. Um, for tonight and for this particular topic, I went back to a, so the, the verse of the day in the Bible app came up earlier this week, and that one kind of struck me, and it struck me different than it ever had. I've read it a lot of times, and so I made a post about it, which any of you out there listening know my, my social media presence is that of an 89-year-old man who just sits on his porch. Oh, you did get Instagram I did today. start an Instagram today. Like, I'm trying to learn 
I'm, I, I'm clinging on to some sort of youth and, and trying to hold on. TikTok is next, right? TikTok, maybe. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, he that, calls it TikTok. The, the TikTok and the, the snapshot and the, <laughs> um, the, yeah, the unreal or whatever. Uh, all those things. Be, be real. I, I'm going to get all I don't them. use that. I am being real. <laughs> this is really me. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Back to your so, first. So anyway, I, I made a post on it, and I, I think a lot of that applies here, and it applies and really just paints a picture of the difference and the changes that we made that have allowed us to be in a better financial spot, in a better spot just in our lives and in our happiness. And so um, the particular scripture that it was that came up was uh, from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 9, verse 7. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now, we know I'm a context guy, and I normally I would try and rip more scripture out of that. I did not do my homework for that tonight, so I'm going to be everything that I despise, and we're just going to look at that isolated verse. Um, in the past, I've always looked at that um, to be entirely financial. Is that fair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've heard sermons yeah. around this when you know churches may have a particular focus around giving or, or making year end goals or whatever it is or, or just educating. I, I hate to paint any church body into a corner in that. But you know, I, it gets looked at financially. And, and the post I made this week really I just felt convicted when I heard it this time. God wants so much more from us than our money. Yep. He wants us to love. Um, God doesn't need the money. We, we, we wouldn't get it in the first place if he needed it. He doesn't, he doesn't need that. What he desires from us is our, our time and efforts and attention. He desires a relationship with mm-hmm. us. Well, money is a man-made thing that was created in order to exchange for goods to survive like right. i understand the purpose of money but yes you're right in the fact that you know even though money is talked about a lot in the bible like that's not our full like he doesn't care how much money any one particular person makes like that he wants your heart right yeah and so sure it's still important and in, in the earthly world we live in money is still important and you know don't don't jump right on our social media don't start texting and calling us and, and saying you know, if money is not important, how come you guys still work? Or how come you need to have this or do that? Or, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not important, but what I'm trying to say is that God wants more from us than that. And so I think this particular scripture is, is more than that and it's deeper than that. But one of the things that I've noticed is whenever a church or a pastor or anybody in a Christian context, starts talking about giving. Everybody jumps to money. They, they put a hand on the wallet or the purse. They get uncomfortable. Yeah. And, you know, and pastors have a tendency, you know, speakers, whoever, to get uncomfortable preaching about it because they, they don't want to chase people away. They don't want to upset people. And, and so if God wants us more for that and he doesn't need the money, then why... Why is it referenced in scripture so much? Why is it so important? And why do we have to talk about it so much? It's a resource. 
So we do live in this world, even though we recognize that this world is temporary and, and there's more to it than that. We, we live in it right now. And the money's here. If we're not using it to and looking to use it the way that God wants us to, whatever form that looks like, however you, you tie it or you gift, you give, and then there could be a whole series mm-hmm. uh, of that itself. But God, if, if, if we're not looking to give it that way and to use it the way that God wants us to do it, then we're looking to do it our way and do our plan. Mm-hmm. And at that point, are we worshiping God or are we worshiping money? Right. So there's been so many times that I remember that I would feel called or you would feel <coughs> called to do something for somebody and it would cost this X amount of dollars. And then you would look at me and go, it's just money. It's okay. It's just money. Like, I mean, if we feel called to do something for somebody, we've done it. And, and I've respected you for that and reminding me, it's just money. It, it's okay. We're doing what's right, and it'll come back. It's okay. And and that, there's so there's a thing in there too, which, um, but we'll, we'll come back to that. I, you know, always with discernment. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, it should always be surrounded in prayer, yep. and and not just careless because we're we're called to be stewards. Right. No, I know. And I think the the key in that is we're what makes us stewards of it is what. The fact that it's not ours. Right. It's yeah. not ours to decide to hang on to and give away. And and I think that's been the shift in our thinking more towards that has been the real, you know, the real um, you know, crux of, of, of the change for everything for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, that's where you know, we've been able to have me take this job and, and make less money. Um, it's where it's been okay to go, okay, we're going to sell the house that we've paid on for, you know, 11 years. We're going to sell this. We're going to get rid of that. We're going to pay off these bills. We're, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Um, you know, it's also where we've been able to prayerfully consider, you know, using some savings money on, you know, the, the Holy Land trip next year that we want to go on that. Yeah, maybe that money should sit in savings, but this is what feels right to do. Mm-hmm. It's to go experience that and to you know, dedicate that time and, and to you know, get ourselves educated and, and experiencing that. So, I don't know. I guess the key that I, I'm trying to drive at and all of that is, A, it's not ours. Mm-hmm. And B, um, you know, if we're looking for his plan and, and what he wants us to do with money we're never going to go wrong i mean sitting here with you in this position as we talked about this in the car tonight like it's been a major shift in where we started when we first got married until now and we're making less money than we ever have but we're also the happiest we've ever been not saying that we haven't been happy you know, 10 years prior to to this, but um, it's just a different shift because we have shifted our focus a little bit into what we're supposed to do and what we're called to do, not chasing after 
and just wanting earthly things and chasing after like a higher promotion or anything like that. Um, it just hasn't worked well for us, I don't think. No, and, and you know, open up the Bible. There's story after story of that not working well. Yeah. You know, you and I have been baffled by how well this has worked by just chasing what we're supposed to chase. And it, I mean, it shouldn't even be a story. This shouldn't—it shouldn't be a headline, because it's—it's it's been played over time and time and time and time again. Money is not the key to happiness. But that—if that—if anybody were to take anything away from this episode, I think that would be it: is to do and to continue to do what you feel called to do, even if the money is not there. Like, you need money to survive, yes, but God will make a way if it's you're supposed to be doing it. <coughs> yeah, that's exactly it. You nailed it. Um, God will make a way if it is within His will, and uh, if it's not within His will, then find what that is because yeah. it's likely better than what you're trying and to make he, a way for anyway. He will show you is the thing. Like yeah. He won't fail you, and he'll he'll show you what you're supposed to do and how things are going to work and how they're going to unfold, what his plan's going to look like. And he's done that for us. I mean, he's done that for both of us individually before we got married, like looking back and seeing how plans have unfolded, even if we didn't know it at the time. Like, that's huge. And now we know as different Christians, like sitting here going, oh, that's why. Oh, that's why. And it may seem frustrating. And you may be sitting here going, I can't pay rent this month. But, um... God will, God will provide, and he, he always has, and he always will, so. And that's the thing. He always has, and he always will, and he will for everybody. Mm-hmm. But if you're not looking for him, and you're not trying to listen to him, and you're not trying to have a relationship with him, you're not going to see it, right. and you're not going to hear it, and you're going to think he's not there, and you're going to think, wow, these other people are so lucky. But that's really easy to say. They'll make a way and make it happen. I don't have money for groceries. Anymore. I don't have this. Two days. It's faithful and loyal, and we'll do it. We'll be there. You have to try and work the connection. Mm-hmm. The second thing, we love you, and we hear you, and we've centered ourselves to you. We're no better than you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We've been in the same spot. Reach out. Let us know. Yeah. I, let us help. Yep. There's no shame in that. We've been the receiver, you know, received on the receiving end of that, and we didn't ask for it. But asking is the only way, or just telling somebody you're in a situation, being vulnerable will also allow you to allow friends to take care of you. So, on that note, we're um, we work for a nonprofit. And one of the things that comes with a nonprofit ministry is opportunities to build and drive that ministry. And one of them is financially. So if you're looking for a financial place to contribute to or tie to, maybe you don't have a regular church that you do anymore, and you're looking for something that's really going to make a difference. Maybe you're just looking to do more. Maybe you're a Bayshore alumnus out there and don't realize that that's how kids get to go to camp. That's how the ministry grows. 
let us know and, and we'll help we'll put you put you in the right place and direction to to contribute and make a difference i mean i wouldn't have been able to come to camp growing up if it wasn't for camp scholarship um with people giving through my local church that allowed me to come here but there's so many kids that unfortunately don't attend a local church but they want to come to camp and they're not a um, in a family or financial situation you know, to do that for the family to actually send them and pay for camp so we have a camp scholarship fund um that the kids can actually or the parents and guardians can apply and there was one camper that i know last year that just went to camp and her family just had to pay this little deposit um which that's a huge blessing nobody turned away nobody has turned away yes so if you're looking for a place to give or where to give whether it's financially time talents effort or just help us um, send people here yep. get kids coming to summer camp get people here for retreats we want to help we want to be a part so on that note too you're likely going to see us put out some things on the podcast in terms of monetizing the podcast in the future whether through a subscription or merchandise or otherwise know this um, outside of trying to cover whatever we need to for cost for the podcast but there, there's a little bit to it and hopefully we can absorb that ourselves and but outside of that if needed every dime's going back into ministry work whether through um, Bayshore or through the church or setting kids retreats whatever it is it's it's going back to the ministry so um, and it'll never be a listen because we want to spread God's word and the truth and everything we've experienced so just know if you see that we're not trying to shake you down we're not trying to get rich um, we're not subsidizing our own lavish lifestyle we sit upstairs in our work housing and I stare at a 40 year old bunk mattress yeah um, you could turn around and see another one we're just uh, you know just trying to build and build a ministry in God's company and so any part that we play in that thank you so much um, those are all the soap boxes I think I have for tonight a lot of you yeah. I told you this one might be a little heavy on you, though, because it's been big. Yeah, big changes. Big changes for your way of thinking. Our, then, in the result, our way of thinking. Um, but yeah, I mentioned that to you before we even started recording that it might be a little heavy on you, but that's okay. So, did I miss anything? Probably a lot. There's, we just crammed two years worth of radical life changes mm -hmm. in the twenty minutes of rambling. Yeah about money so if you think of something that you want to know more of um, let us know we can craft it into something else or provide it in supplemental material or just talk or do a part b part b mm -hmm. or part take two part return two. of the dollar <laughs> <laughs> all right let's pray boys go crazy father thank you so much we love you we're grateful for you we're so fortunate for everything you bless us with your talents and resources, place we can stay in roofs over our heads, always friends and family. Lord, I ask you that you, you provide shelter and protection and, and health and safety for everyone that's living in their families. We watch over them and that you love and some stillness to just hear your voice and your direction 
and help them discern all decisions in their life. And you make them cheerful givers of anything that it is that they need to do. And if they don't know you, again, that you just strike them and fill them up with courage to explore that and to get to know you and to build a relationship with you. Understand what it is that you've offered to your son. The gift that can only come through him. And if they do know you and they've experienced you and have that relationship, just to fill them up with the boldness to go closer to you, to seek you, and to glorify you in everything that you do. And so you do that for us as well. Let's be bold and truthful. Just to glorify you and everything, Lord. You give all of this, this podcast, everything else to do today. Well, that's another third minute podcast. Yes. All right. Hope you next week. We can announce a Facebook slash Instagram slash podcast giveaway. Ooh, exciting. Shirts and hats, everybody. Shirts and hats. Well, they're in process. You stay tuned. Check out the Instagram, the Facebook, the everything else, everything else. Hopefully we'll be up on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcast, Podcast, Podcast. So stay tuned and have a wonderful night. Good night.